Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the RGMG podcast, episode number 13. I am one of your co-hosts, Karlach. Join alongside me, as always, is PK. PK, brother, how you doing? Not too bad, buddy. Just uh, trade deadline today. Lots of big deals, especially from yourself, so we'll definitely go over those. Yeah, you know, uh, made, a, made a couple moves as GM, just decided to throw an atomic bomb in Toronto and blow it the fuck up, so... I mean, hey, uh, we'll move on and we'll move past it. Uh, PK, who are more of the, uh, the trade deadline, you'd say, winners? I'm going to say yourself and ZP are definitely up there, getting a lot of assets for some older players. So they're yeah. a quick quick start to rebuild for yourself, and uh, ZP needs to do a retool. Uh, Minnesota picked up a lot of good uh, last-minute additions to their roster, so they're going for the Cups, so it would be nice to see them yeah. kind of make it past the second round. Yeah, I like that with Minnesota. They actually uh, they want to go for the cop instead of waiting for the draft, right? So <laughs> that's always a, that's always a big step with uh, with GMs. But yeah, I mean, with my de- deadline, I mean, fuck, I just blow it up, get some picks, and uh, you know, look forward to the future because Toronto looks like a gong show right now. So yeah. just trying to build it up slowly and surely. Honestly, Who man, are some of the losers. The losers got to be. I don't know. It's uh, anyone who's selling really kind of lost because of how the market was but i think you did a good job um getting all those first but i don't think there were any clear losers really just not 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 the best value i guess you could say right? yeah you're not getting solid value but it's still better than nothing right so yeah for sure <laughs> yeah trade deadline there's not really too much that happens i mean fuck trades happen like but honestly you though, if you want all the trades dude, this guess, is, is there any big ones dude this is really? like yeah. crazy like I'm like scrolling up on all the trades just from today, and there's got to be at least like 20 fucking trades. So 20 trades on trade deadline, kind of a busy one. Yeah, really busy. I think the biggest one will probably have to be probably the Austin Matthews and Morgan Riley won the national. That's that's fucking crazy. Like you traded like the two yeah. franchise players for the least for the last 15 years. That's fucking huge. Yeah, you know, I, it was uh, it was a bold move to make, and. Um, you know, we had Winter, Winterhawks, right? He's the GM of Nashville. Yeah. Uh, right? Am I right there? Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, you know, he was he came on the pod, right? He was on the pod before. Or am I tripping? No, dude. He never was. He was. Oh, I thought, oh, well, he's a listener. No, I swear he was. He listens, but once in a while. Yeah, okay. He was a listener. You know, we'll, we'll count him. Uh, had to give him the fucking listener's discount a little bit. But, <laughs> I mean, hey, I get a couple picks for it. Uh, I get a nice a couple nice prospects in there as well. Um, and it was just time for Matthews and Riley. I mean, at the end of the year, I wasn't going to re-sign them, although I definitely could have. I mean, just fuck it. Let them go win a cup. Kyrie uh, to Montreal, yeah, that's a big one as well. That I, I don't want to yeah. you know, jinx myself here, but Dallas, uh, <laughs> Dallas made quite a few big moves, and they're not in a playoff spot right now. Yeah. They yeah, got they a battle in there. They traded for Barkov. They traded for... Uh, Sebastian Ajo, a couple other moves like that. So they also traded their first. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised at that. I mean, it's a dogfight over there in the Central. Uh, there's a lot of good teams over there, so uh, it's going to be some something to watch come down, coming down to the wire. Um, but yeah, Kyrie to Montreal that was a cheese deal I did for AV. Go win a cup with the guy. You know, I said it. That's my sales pitch to every GM when I traded each and one of those players. Go win a cup. <laughs> 
you have this guy, you will win the cup now. That's what I said to every single one of them. <laughs> so uh, you guys all can't win the cup. So I'm gonna be wrong on one of you. So I'm hopefully wrong on all you, on all of you because I have your first round picks now. So hope you guys don't make the playoffs get far. Uh, moving on, well, I guess we can introduce the uh, the guest of the week, right, PK? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, right on. So you guys know him around the league as the GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins, ladies and gentlemen. We have Z-Fetch joining the pod today. Z-Fetch, or Z-Fetch, how are you, brother? How are you? Good, man. You're good. So, you don't have to speak up there, bud. Yeah, you got to speak what? into the mic, usually. But uh, we'll you go with it. hear me now, brother. There we go. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Uh, as we do it with all the guests, give us a little, little bit of a rundown of your RGMG career, how many cups you got, so on and so forth. Well, everybody knows the answer to that second one. Uh, no cups yet. But I started, I think, way back, back when we used Tiny Chat. But I didn't last very long because I like traded futures to Spoder for futures, and PK didn't like that. And so I got kicked out like within a day or two of first starting my journey here. But I battled back and made it here. So here I am. How old were you back then when you uh, when you first joined? Were you like thirteen or something? Yeah, I'm at like 14 or 15. That <laughs> was no idea what was going on. I couldn't even tell you what my first OGMG was. <laughs> that's, that's good there. Well, we'll hop into some main questions about you here. Uh, what has your time as the Pittsburgh GM taught you about the sim? So I think every cup has been won with at least a little bit of cheese. So if you're not cheesing, you're a loser. I'm not talking like quags here, but. I'm talking like you're not going to win. Every cup has been won with a little bit of cheese, whether it's like an overpowered goldie or like, you know, getting a brilliant loans like PK does. So I think I think that's one thing that's taught me is you got to be active and you got to be cheesing or else you're not trying. I mean, your theory <laughs> kind of goes down the, down the drain because uh, Minnesota won the cup without doing dick all, but. That, that's early in the season. Like so far back. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't count that shit. That was so far back. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say to the players in the Pittsburgh dressing room who worked so hard to put Pittsburgh in a position of success only for you to just to tank away the season? Yeah, I don't know, man. They need some patience because I think everyone on the roster is like young enough that if I start competing in two years, we'll be pretty happy about it. Um, so... They need some fucking patience. <laughs> they need some patience. Uh, speaking of patience, back in 5.0, why did you pick a 6.5C in the top 10? <laughs> Were you really confident in your algorithm? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I think, like, the GMs were egging me on at the time. Like, like yo, you should YOLO some random guy based on your algorithm. You should do it. You should do it. And, you know, I didn't want to be a pussy or anything, so I ended up yoloing this six and a half Swedish center who was horrible. Never played a game for. Me. While like right there, there was like elite goalies chilling around, so it was it was a pretty shitty decision. But I don't regret it. It was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of your top five ments of all time. Um, speaking of ments, what about the Gallagher and Lodnia fiasco? What are your thoughts on that? pretty stupid back then too so I had like a lot of faith in Lodney I saw like a 50 point guy consistently 
doing what he's doing. And Gallagher at the time only had like 40 points. So I thought it was like fair. But to be fair, I mean, Quag didn't even like rebuttal. I just straight up was like, Lania for Gallagher. And he's like, yep. And so I honestly would have probably paid like a second or maybe even a first on top of it. But it accepted my initial offer. And so that's how the whole story went down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the chat. It's cracking up a bit. Uh, walk us through the Zetterquist. Is that how you say their name? Zetterquist? Yeah. I think so. Zetterquist trade with Aladdin and the subsequent turmoil. I think he dug his own grave there. I mean, like, I called him a retard a couple times, but rightfully so. Um, yeah. The dude just, like, he was in the DMs and he was just. He wanted a Zetter so badly. He kept like making offers, even though I never like asked him for anything. He just kept like upping his own offer, and he's like, "Bro, fucking accept this. How much more can I overpay?" And then he sends me like a DM one hour later, upping his offer from previously when I didn't even say shit. Like, I was just targeting Ingram, but this guy got so pissed because like I wasn't willing to give him the pick for the Zetterfist so quickly. So he was getting like really pissed about that. And then later on, I started calling him a retard in the chat. He didn't like that. He took it personally, and I, I don't know. I guess I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, it sucks. I thought he was like a stronger guy, but he's a little bit of a pussy for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of uh, previous beefs, what, are your, what is your beef with the TR? Is it one-sided? Is it done, or is it still ongoing? Honestly, like from my perspective, I got no beef with the dude. Like, I, I like his company, no homo. Like, he's, he's a pretty chill guy. <laughs> no homo. Uh, I had to throw it in. No, yeah. no homo. No homo, no homo, no homo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, he called me a fraud, and I do the same to him, and we all know who the real fraud is. But, um, like, outside of that, no, he's a chill guy. I have no issue with him. Right on. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the, the label that you have as a vulture? Unfair, justified. What do you think? It's a little bit fair because of the Lodnia thing. Definitely a little bit fair, but I think one thing that people maybe don't realize is like, kind of like PK. You know, PK is seen as like a cheeser, but part of the reason is because me, PK, and guys like that were on the phones like all the time. Like I probably hit up like twenty, thirty different trade ideas per season. So it's easy to be seen as a vulture when you're like trying to get twenty, thirty different players each and every season. So I think that's like that's kind of one of the rep. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, man. Um, definitely, we're always on the phones trying to make cheese deals twenty four seven. Our network's getting pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, love to see it. But uh, what about Ingram? What are your thoughts on his retirement? Did you think you're being pranked? No, I didn't. Cause. Like, Nail posted the picture with proof, like, right away. And I was just, like, disappointed more than anything. But, you know, I was so used to disappointment at that time. It was, like, 10, 12, 13 years of making playoffs or whatever and never doing anything whatsoever. So when I see Ingram retire, it's just, like, another bump in the road of disappointment. So yeah. I wasn't as disappointed as somebody else might have been. Um <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, life goes on. You lost to McKinnon literally the year before to retirement, and yeah, then you lose Ingram, and then you lose Ekblad. Like honestly, like in the last couple of years, me and you've gotten some fucking bullshit handed to us, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
So was Ingram like your stud D-man? Is that who it was? Because I think that was just like as I joined, I saw that. Yeah, so I had yeah, I had three different like elite or greater demons. So I had McMaster, um, Lennar, and Ingram. But I was starting to just actually like that season, I was starting to like Ingram the most because I started having like a little bit of a fetish for standard defenders. Right? So the reason for that was because like they don't produce as much, but they still like get their job done, so their cap's cheaper. So I really liked Ingram at the time. Um, so it was very disappointing to see him leave. But no, I had like two other elite defenders, so it wasn't a huge blow. <laughs> now you were talking about Cheese Networks earlier. Which GMs would you consider would you consider as your greatest allies? Definitely PK first and foremost. Um, yeah, we talk like every day or every other day. Cheese oh, everywhere. Cute. It's fantastic. I know, I know. We talk at night because nobody else is around. It's it's fantastic. But <laughs> me, no homo. No other, <laughs> yeah, no homo. <laughs> other than that, though, um, Mastermind has been fantastic. Me and him just get to on all so he's been a great ally. Apollo, we have a little bit of a Persian connection there, so we get deals done. Although he is frustrating to deal with sometimes, it takes forever to reply. So that's like the downside with him. But also ZP, ZP is pretty chill to deal with because I feel like me and him, we like value guys differently. Like. I think he has a weird way to value players, and so I like that. So, speaking of Vulture, I definitely like to Vulture ZP when I can, but, uh, you know, I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, other than yourself, who would you like to see win their first cup? Thanks. I think he gets, like, bullied too much, and then on top of that, although I'm part of the problem, right? But on top <laughs> of that, <laughs> um, he, like, he contributes so much, right? Ever since Quags came here, like, really made the chat bumping all the time. So he puts in so much effort into this just to get harped on. So uh, out of sympathy, I'd like to see Quags win. It's a really classy answer there. So speaking of GMs, um, top five overrated GMs. Okay, first and foremost, Kaz. I mean, like, I wasn't around for the 4.0 days so much, but this guy hasn't done jack shit since I've been around. <laughs> he's talked so highly, right? I mean, he's, like, talking about, oh, this cheese network, this, oh, draft prospects, that, oh, all the or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't even know. This, that. And it's just like, bro, you're not even winning. Right? I'm not winning either, but, like, at least, you know, I'm getting some regular season success. This guy's just, like, constantly losing time and time again. So, Definitely Kaz, he's overrated in my opinion. Um, and you guys call him GFY, but in my head I always call him Giffy. So Giffy definitely is a little bit overrated, but I don't think he cares so much anymore. Um, and then it doesn't even matter the other Fuji, mostly just Kaz. Wow, that's uh, finally someone said it. Someone finally said Kaz. He's been waiting for it for a long time. Finally got the, um, the mention for being an overrated GM. Um. Let's talk about trades now. What do you think is your best trade of all time and your worst trade in 6.0? Yeah, so best trade, I think it's an easy one. It was from Calgary. I got Mitchell Murray and I got Brett McGing for like Victor Feniak and some other crap. Oh, but that was fantastic because Mitchell Murray really like, yeah, Mitchell Murray turned the ship around for this franchise. I finally started making like third round appearances ever since I got Mitchell Murray. So big deal right there. 
but um, so that's the best trade. Worst trade would have to be. I'm gonna say I traded Tim Rubin to this stick fuck AJ for like <laughs> Texier. Texier is such a replaceable player. He's just like an eh, player. Yeah. And someone else. I think it was Panowitz or something. Panowitz is good, but still, I traded a top 10 left wing for some garbage to a garbage GM. So that was definitely my worst trade. What about the uh, Theodore Tanev trade? Like, they're some of the best D men in their positions. Did that come play a factor to you not winning a cup? Honestly, I don't think so. I think, like, especially when Theodore and Tanev were in their prime, I really didn't know what I was doing. And so I'm like, I'm starting to learn what to do as of the past couple of years, right? But at the time, I would have never won with a cup with those guys because I just would have fucked around, lost in the postseason over and over again. <laughs> I don't think either of them were difference makers. <laughs> so I don't think so. I don't think that made a cup winning difference. So we're, set, we're 16 seasons in now. So who are your top five cronies in uh, 6.0? Uh, so are you talking like players or? Yeah. Yeah, so Bo Polster was definitely a big one for me. He played my fourth line for like eight seasons or something crazy like that. He was fantastic, but always consistent. Uh, I'll have to give a nod to Vanya Lodnia. He was fantastic too. Um, Dalibor. Dalibor is fantastic. No no issues there. And then other than that, it's got to go with some weird one. So, I mean, okay, Mitchell Murray, can't like forget him. But yeah. Other other than that, I gotta say, uh, yeah, let's go with, yeah, let's go. I know, right, man? Let's go with Panowitz. Panowitz was so underrated. You know, he played left wing on the power play. Fantastic guy. <laughs> um, but he he definitely turned the ship around a little bit for me, giving me like steady defense. So Panowitz was one of my top guys. Who's your favorite uh, 5.0 warrior? Ooh, 5.0? Yeah. Yeah, gotta be Miloslav. Miloslav Stasny, he was <laughs> he was terrific, man. He was shit for like five seasons, and then he just started to finally get good, and then the sim file crashed, and it was so fucking annoying because I was just starting to stack the team. Crash. There so many quote-unquote <laughs> quote unquote yeah. crash. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so yeah, I remember, uh, dude. I remember that um, when I was simming, he he got like a thirty forty boost to his uh, CA, and I'm like, holy shit, wow. he's gonna be pretty nasty. But let's talk about low low, yeah, low CA warriors now. So Lania is number one, obviously. And is there any other guys that uh, come to mind? Yeah, Bernard Mababu. He was fantastic. <laughs> this guy put up like. <laughs> 35 points to the defender, and he was like a shit comp. So, as far as low CA warriors go, he was good. And then also, Kim Eminen, he was also great, man. Tall guy, speedy, chunky in the right areas, and he just was always like so consistent. So fucking con- So, I love those three CA warriors ahead of everyone else. Chunky. Well, watch his internet. He was chunky, he was fat, he was fat. Check his weight out. He was like 240 or some shit. Like, huge. <laughs> okay, so let's move on here. Out of all your playoff runs, which series lost hurt the most? Yeah, the one against AV. The one against AV. Because I feel like I was one goal away from a cup there. 
We're actually three games. I had three games to close that shit out, but guys couldn't get it done, and the Toms just paired it up. So that one, because I honestly thought I'd spank the Oilers that season. I didn't think that was a close one, so I thought if I could beat the Canadians, that was my cup, and this didn't happen. So I had to sell all my players because they were all getting up there in age. And so now I'm going to try to go for it in a couple of years now. You seemed pretty salty when uh, the Flyers beat you a long time ago. What about that one? <laughs> yeah, that was emotionally charged for sure because Carter Hart was standing on his head and Mitchell Murray was shitting the bed. And so it felt unfair, you know, when I got the better goalie, so to speak, by CA. But it was just so awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. That was that was the weird one. But definitely the Canadian series hurts more now. Yeah. Do you really believe an opposing goaltender has been one of your biggest obstacles for preventing you of winning a cup? Yeah, yeah. Two parts. So one is like opposing goaltenders, but then a second, it's like my own retardation, man. Like for the first ten seasons, yeah, That'll it will, will yeah. Like Mike's right. is doing it right now, and I'm trying to like let him listen to me a little bit or listen to BK. And he he's pretty stubborn, right? Quags versus reading, but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, my own retardation, because I was playing, like, lawning on the third line with, like, a 40-year-old Zetterberg or whatever. Like, stuff like that. You're never going to win a cup like that. You know what I mean? So that, that was half the struggle. <laughs> yeah. Going a long way, though, man, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Last, uh, last like, RGMG league-related question. Um I mean, you're rebuilding right now, but let's let's just say you can get any player you want right now just to kind of build around. Who would it be? Player. Oh, shit. Okay, like, I don't want to, like, go with the obvious, like, Novak or like that. But Tino if Bochman. I were to get, yeah, or Tino Boschman, he's a stud. Um, no, I'll go with, it's on KJ's team, and the fucker's not answering me, but I want Clark his Roydiers, or however you pronounce that. Um... Cause he's like a Barrett hating comp, and he was he was ranked second overall in just the last draft, and I have like confidence that he'll be like a consistent fifty point plus guy. But KJ's not fucking answering me, so that's <laughs> the type of guy I'd like on my team because I figure he probably won't go for too much and I'll probably like outperform. But uh, yeah, Clark. Well, you know, maybe maybe down the line KJ will start playing him. Um, Give him some power play time, then yeah. randomly stop giving him power play time one of these years, and he'll probably walk to free agency. So we'll have a chance eventually. So good. Plays the way back. Long ways. Yeah. All right, we'll hop into some more of the funny ones here. Fuck Mary Kill, TL, Kaz, and Otis. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna fuck Otis because I feel like me and him got a little bit of communication issues from time to time, but you know we figure it out. But I don't know if that's sustainable. So. Can't marry the guy. I gotta fuck him. And then, <laughs> it, and the reason I say that too is because I don't know. I feel like I feel like Otis is probably cleaner than Kaz. Not gonna lie, because I mean I'm not gay myself, but if I were, you know, cleanliness, cleanliness would be an important thing. And I feel like <laughs> very Kaz, important. Very yeah, important. Kaz probably stinky. Probably stinky. You know, stinky Kaz. Nah. I mean, do you yeah, like the smell of darts? Because that's what Kaz is smelling. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Otis strikes me as a guy who uses a bidet or something like that. So definitely got to fuck Otis. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll marry Time Lord because me and him go way back. Yeah. We were pretty chill. I didn't think anyone would ever kill Kaz, so that's, uh, that's a hot take. That's, that's a hot take. 
Um, what inspired you to use the woozy face in RGMG? <laughs> I just found it so funny. It was perfect for everything. Like, if you see someone posting something retarded, woozy face. If you see something, someone, like, posting something silly, woozy face. If you find something funny, but not, like, fuck spoiler funny, but, like, just funny, woozy face. Like, it's perfect for everything, and it honestly, like, makes me laugh a lot of the times when I see it. So, like, I love using that emoji for those reasons. Yeah, I'm glad you kind of got that popularized in the league. It's definitely a core emoji now. <laughs> I love that emoji. Now, you're a big Mafia guy, right? You used to be, but yeah. What was your favorite game you played or hosted? I'll keep this one short. So, La Casa del Horror, I hosted that one when I was like 15 or 16 or something. But um, there was a really fun event that happened. And like, so, anyone who played that game knows what I'm talking about, but I'll go with that one. Was there anyone in the league uh, in that Mafia? I think Blue Jay was. Time Lord also probably was. And a couple others. So yeah, there, were, there was a good chunk. Get right on. AV was in there too. <laughs> uh, which GM would you want to grab a drink with? Let's go with you, bro. Definitely. Hey, you. Pick yeah, someone I else. feel like pick someone else. Yeah, there's like <laughs> no, no, fuck that. I'm sticking. I'm sticking. No, with we'll you. go for a drink uh, for sure. But uh, just throw <laughs> someone out, someone else out there, like a wild card. Okay, so someone. Yeah, you're else sucking okay. off PK so dry right now. Go okay, someone okay. else. All right, all right. I'll go with Jazz, just because dudes is built like a truck. And, you know, when, you, when you're when you hanging out with a guy like that, especially if you're single, which I'm not, but if I was, you know, you hang out with a guy like that, and they do all the heavy lifting, pulling in broads. So, yeah, you can't be seen with a guy like, I don't want to harp on him again, but Quags, right? you, you got to go with Jazz. Yeah, you're not wrong, though. Yeah. You, go, you go to the bar with Quags, I mean, you're looking for cock, pretty much. <laughs> You're, yeah, you're probably going, you're probably going to a gay bar, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah, but if you yeah. go with Jazz, yeah, he'll pull in. And you just got to chill, and we'll come to you. Yeah. <laughs> now we always like to throw the RGMG hype house at people. You have four other guys who's in your hype house. Yeah. Okay, I got to go with John. John seems like a really chill guy, so got to throw him in there. I think Nail. I think Nail and me might get along. Not entirely sure, but I have a feeling we'll be okay. And then, gotta put in, gotta put in PK. Of course, right? Much, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the lotion. You gotta, you gotta get the lotion going now. He's got it. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with PK. And uh, I guess myself is four. So those four. Other well, no, including including yourself, there'd be five in total, but just four other guys. So one more. One more. Um, I uh, gotta go with AV. He's a funny guy, classy guy, keeps it original. So going with AV. Not a bad hype house. Um, which GM would you want to punch in the face? I think I would say like Monty, but the guy was probably dropped on the head as a kid. So <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do more damage there. And he's a father too. So I mean, it's just a little rude. <laughs> to go for that weak target, I gotta go with KJ. KJ needs to get his shit kicked in. He just needs to like 100%. understand. Yeah, he needs to understand how to behave. So I'm going with KJ. Yeah, he needs to fucking good, good little whip and snapping. You know, little <laughs> yeah, exactly. get the belt out. <laughs> hey, watch out for Monty. Hey, eh? Monty Fox can't confirm that. 
said it on the pod. So Monty Fox, but yeah, <laughs> love the choices there. Uh, also, why do you sleep at four a.m. every night? Yeah, thing is, I'm like most productive after midnight. Like, I just I can't get shit done in the morning. So like when midnight comes around, I get my schoolwork done and I get my cheese work done and all that stuff. I get that all done like after midnight. So I've got to stay up for a few hours and get that done. And then like I have no real rush to do anything in the morning. So like, yeah, my day really starts in the afternoon. So I have no rush to go to sleep. So that's why I sleep around four. How do you feel about your TikTok getting exposed when you uh, posted photos as TikTok and it led to yours being leaked? Man, brutal. I didn't know that would happen. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Because TikTok is not the platform I would have shared first. I probably would have gone with like because I actually like keep that somewhat tidy. But um, no, the TikTok, yeah, has got some cringe stuff in there, like posted a year ago, 100%. Like, you know, I'm a young kid, so a lot of maturing still doing. But, yeah, I, like, the reason I had some cringe videos on the TikTok is because, like, at the time, I think I might have just told her. I don't know how she found it, but I think my girlfriend found out that I was, like, jerking off to TikTok girls. I think she, like, figured that out. So <laughs> What to, like, the fuck <laughs> did you just say? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. They're, they're pretty cute, man. You know, the, the best, the cutest ones get suggested on your feed too it's like ai bro it's fucking wicked but <laughs> buddy hold on have you seen the big bang sound have you had have you yerked one for that yet the, you haven't seen big bang no. oh buddy if you want a good jerk buddy go on tiktok and search up big bang okay and you'll say you're welcome after favorite trend right now is uh, i don't know if you've seen it but like the girls they slap each other's asses when i'm just like do a full 180 yeah that, one, that one's a good one I don't know that's a good one you your coffee yeah. though no buddy that's i don't know you don't think so i, I think I it's mean, i think it's a good time man anyways <laughs> <laughs> but no 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 so like yeah i think she found that out so i had to like make a couple cute videos for her that she'd like and you know i didn't really need to post it publicly but i think like, I don't know how to use TikTok, so I just posted it, and it was what it was. And, uh, yeah, that's that's how it got leaked. So, speaking Are of your you girlfriend. Are you still with your broad now? Yeah, let's, uh, let's look yeah, uh, her ear a little bit about your girlfriend. Three years now. Three yeah, years? We've three years now. Wow. Yeah, right so on. We met at work, like, way back in December of 2018, I think, or 20, 2017. <laughs> Where did you yeah, guys we work? met there. See, I don't even fucking remember, man. Booster Juice? Uh, that's good. But yeah, no, we just met. Like, I like the way her eyes look, and like, it was just a natural connection. And her ass and tits, but yeah, we'll go with eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say that. Yeah, every, I, time, I, okay. every time I see a girl, I go, Yeah, she has nice eyes. I would never look at her tits or ass. That's just rude. Exactly, man. How would your girlfriend <laughs> feel? What I told her, right? How would your girlfriend feel if she uh, listened to this podcast? <laughs> How much she can do, man? Because like, <laughs> like I, I subscribe to the theory that PK does, like the red pill, and so like I, I keep my girl in check. So I'm free to do a lot of things. I mean, obviously not like cheat on her or anything, but like I'm free to be whoever the fuck I want. And so like, even if she heard this stuff, there's not much she's gonna do about it. She's just gonna keep coming back to me. Does she so, know like your yeah. like, interactions with the league and the amount of time you spend on this? And whatnot. <laughs> yeah, she does. I, I like look at it sometimes in front of her too. So, 
yeah, like sometimes just ignore her and go do some trade talk. Definitely. <laughs> I love that, bro. You've been, you've been an awesome little interview here. If you want to stick around for PK's Corner, brother, we'd love to have you on. Uh, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the segment of the week. This is PK's Corner. I love that shit, dude. I love whatever we play. That gets me hyped up. But ladies and gentlemen, this is PK's Corner. As you guys know, we ask questions from you to PK or even myself too, or even the guest host we have today. So whatever questions you guys do have, <laughs> throw them in here. We always want to know. So right? Boost, Boost just said that his girlfriend thought I was his gay lover because we kept talking on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. You were talking to Boost on Facebook, the guy that, that likes drafts more than cups? Yeah, oh. man. Me, me and him have been Facebook friends for probably eight years now. Shit, eh? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. if you want to add me on Facebook, cool. bro, let me know. <laughs> the Facebook days, bro. I fucking hate Facebook. The worst thing in the world. Not a fan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys do have questions, throw them in the chat right now. Uh, I think Nail was doing a quick Simski, though, no? Yeah, a little quick eight-day set. little eight-day set here. Yeah, that's good. I'm still pulling up the rear. Love it. Love to see it. Let's see, March 1st. Let's see, anything. Oh, the Coyotes win another game. Uh, da, da, da. The Leafs got shut out, 6 nothing. Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, that's a close one. And Kings keep winning, so that's a, that's March 1st. March 2nd. Yeah, you look. You love to see it though. Oh, I like, like Kings or buzzing. Yeah, looks like the Yotes finally lost to the Bruins. And what else? The Pens beat the Rangers somehow with that fucking roster. Honestly, <laughs> Zfetch, what do you, what are your thoughts on the Penguins still like being somewhat respectable with all that fucking garbage you have on the team? Like, what's what's causing you to like not be completely dog shit? Oh fuck, he's gone, boys. Yeah, sounds good, Z-Fetch. That's totally zoned up. Total, totally zoned up, bro. Are you ripped um, right now, too? Yeah, yeah. No Anyways, way. Yeah. Um, well, what the fuck was the question? Why did your team... Your boys are still buzzing and your team's dog water. How? I feel like I built such a good team, like regular season at least, such a good team that I'd really have to ship out like everyone in order for it to be so shit. Like, Mitchell Murray's still carrying. Brett McGing's a nice piece. Um, and then Darnell Glass has stepped it up. So I feel like I got a few top-end pieces that are carrying me away from mediocrity. All right, let's keep checking out these Sims. March 3rd, we got uh, the Islanders winning 3-1 against your Leafs. So that's good, right? You want to see those L's coming in? You'd love to see the L's. I mean, against the Islanders is tough because they have their first-round pick. But, I mean, I have my first-round pick, too. So I don't mind taking L's. That's how it works usually. Nothing too crazy on March 3rd, so let's go to March 4th. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Bruins, looks like the Bruins are buzzing a little bit. They were a bit worried that they're going to miss the playoffs, but it uh, looks like they're heating up at the right time. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, there's a big moment on um, March 8th against the uh, oh, you Buffalo do. You're, and the Leafs. You're skipping ahead, Jersey man. Jersey and Fuck. Suzuki. I know, but I just wanted to say, Dursey and Suzuki both got uh, assists that night, so that's a big, that's a big one there. Sorry, keep going. Well, big game for me in March fourth against you. Got a uh, Brady Kachuk hat trick. <laughs> oh fuck, eh? Maybe he's a little mad at you guys for training his brother. 
yeah, you know, we said fuck his brother, he could smell right off. But, oh, uh, do you want to? Yeah. Do we want to tell the chat how close we were to reuniting? T- uh, so basically, I was gonna get Matthew Kachuk, and Quags was gonna get Alex Nylander. So the Nylanders would have been reunited, and the Kachuks would have been re- reunited. But uh, I was being a cheap fuck and didn't want to pay anything more than like a second. So. I mean, I would have done it if my team wasn't in such a bad situation. Yeah, like, for I, sure. I need those guys to be able to move to at least get a pick or something back, or else this team will be dog water until it crashes. So. That's why I didn't uh, like push you for it, right? I like, literally asked you like yeah. once, and you're like, "Meh." I'm like, "That's all good, man. I understand." Because like, yeah, like you I need- needed, I needed something, right? So it, it was tough, but uh, I, I like to see the uh, the Coyotes start to lose a little bit. You know, that's something I like to see. All right, so March fourth, fucking. I'm noticing Colorado winning a lot, so that's not good for me. But making the Central race race really tight. March fifth, yeah. uh, nothing really there. No. March sixth, Oilers just spanked okay, the Canucks eight one. <laughs> <laughs> See the thing about the Canucks, man. Like they keep trying a different goalie, and they've they've gone through like three, four different goalies the last two years, and it's your defense, bro. Like. <laughs> you need to like, you need to prove the defense, man. Like, if four goalies couldn't get it done, it's, I don't think it's the goalies. <laughs> um, John's asking, how do you feel about your prediction that he wasn't going to make the playoffs? I mean, that could still happen, bro. So I wouldn't get too cocky yet. So let's just wait till the season ends, bud. <laughs> yeah, don't cut your chickens before they hatch, buddy. Come on, you know how it works. I guaranteed now, Colorado goes on a ten-game L bomb. So and I just beat the Sabers. That's good. Uh, the devil, yeah, it looks like the Coyotes are back to their losing ways. So I don't know where that seven game win streak came from, but that was something. <laughs> and it looks like another L for you. Oh shit, an overtime loss. You don't want those, eh? You don't want those loser points. Yeah, was was that on the sixth? Yeah, the Rangers. Yeah, tough. Hey, you need to look respectable, right? You can't you can't be last place. That's what I told the boys. I said, <laughs> hey, let's suck, but don't suck too too much. Right, don't be like Detroit right now. Let's just get to that three, four, five spot, get in that cubby there, then you have a good shot at number one. So probably gonna fall to seven if I'm in there, but yeah, we'll go with it. Alright, so March seventh, uh looks like I played the stars and I meant to sh- to uh the shootout. I don't know who won because it kinda yeah, cuts I don't off. Know why it's like that. You ever notice that with yeah. the, whenever Nail just... does it, he gets too lazy and doesn't post the rest of the shootout? <laughs> I mean like, respect to him. He does it he just tries to get it out fast, right? So fuck it. No, I, I, I'm fucking with him. But yeah, on that day in the seventh, I think four of the games went to a shootout. Yeah, a lot of shootout games in that uh, in that day. But yep. uh, I don't know if I won that game or not. So I'll have to check the standings and see. But <laughs> hopefully I did because that would fuck over Dallas pretty well. And then March eighth, you said uh, Dursey and Suzuki picked up a couple points there. Yeah, you know, a big moment with Toronto. Right, they got they both had an apple. I mean, that's that's what we like to see. I love the 5-3 loss as well. Lose in regulation. Plus, there's in Suzuki get a point. I'll take it. In the last game in, that, in the set, uh, the Sharks beat the Oilers. Like, arguably the best team in the league. So, Sharks are definitely rising up. They're no longer the clear-cut bottom, bottom one team in the league. They're looking pretty decent. So, expect them to make the playoffs next year. Well, then, that's mainly the rundown for the... Uh, what the season's at right now, we'll kind of regroup in the playoffs and see what's up there. But, uh, man, and and Nail, I know, Nail, Nail, I, Nail's like, Nail's asking me if I'm retarded about the shootout thing. I know, I know that it does that. Like, you have to kind of scroll down. So it's like impossible to take a screenshot and get the whole thing. You kind of have to type it out underneath. 
So like I know that I know how it works, bro. It's just fucking Yeah, he knows how it works, bro. Are you fucking kidding now? Figure it out. Come on, man. This guy fucking new. We're fucking around with you, you know. Do you know how it works? Do you know how it works now? <laughs> I don't think so. We're fucking around. Okay. Just, oh shit, he's talking about no, he's talking about who won the the shootout. So okay, yeah, no, I didn't I actually didn't know that. Why? What happens? What, what, Apparently, there's a thing on the corner that tells you. Oh, really? Yeah, I, did, I actually didn't know that. Right? <laughs> That's a learning oh, moment. Oh, <laughs> okay. You can see where it says shootout, one nothing for Dallas. Okay. Fuck, it's brutal. I kind of like not knowing, to be honest, and checking the standings. Yeah, why did you this? That's like ruining the fucking ending of a movie I haven't seen yet. <laughs> like, that's, that's what that's like. It's like, hey, by the way, in Endgame... Everyone just dies, or I'm not actually ruining the game. I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it. That's the thing. Iron Man dies, and it's like, bro, I don't want to know that. <laughs> Let me just try to figure it out on my own. You know what I mean? But hey, is what it is. What well, is there? Any other questions that these fucking uh, Stugatzes have here? Yeah, Nail uh, asked me how do I feel about my uh, about my team, like kind of pulling it together, kind of battling in the central. We're like ranked 25th uh, to start the season, and they're kind of in the thick of things. So. I'm, it's Grigory Denisenko, man. He's definitely carrying the forward group, and Gislin Vial has been a uh, playing like a top fifteen goalie. So a lot of heart on the team. <laughs> yeah, the Denisenko, what a name, man! I love that name. It's so, just a sick name. Him, Denisenko, and Doronchenko. Yeah, two nasty names. Beauties. <laughs> love them. That's so awesome. So look at the standings, bro. Let's look at the standings here. Yeah, for sure. Take a look at the standings. That central division is looking tight. And when I'm saying tight, I'm talking tight, tight. That's a fucking great division to watch. I mean, anyone really could make the playoffs there um, and also slip out of the spot. Um, what else do you see there, PK? Yeah, no, I think the Bruins have kind of like solidified their playoff spot. They were a bit uh, scared, like I said earlier. They look like a clear-cut favorite now to be a dark horse because, I mean, they've won the cup and they made the finals back to back years yep. so I'd be scared if I'd be facing the Bruins man the big bad Bruins are looking good and obviously like we mentioned before the Kings kind of a surprise this year not to me I kind of had a feeling they were going to start buzzing but Kings are in second in that Pacific 84 points I mean fuck they're kind of buzzing you gotta, be proud, of, you gotta be proud of the Kings man like they get shit you on know. they got shit on the most in the chat and they're, yeah. they're poised to make the playoffs. I know it's the Pacific, but playoffs are playoffs, right? Just like a kill is a kill. Kill is a kill, plops are plops, man. As long as you make it, no one could shit on you. You're giving yourself a chance, unless you get bounced around the one, so, which will probably happen to Quags, because that's just what happens, dude. All right, man. 40, else, 42 minutes here, so I think it's a good time to wrap it yeah, up. I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Z-Fetch, thanks for coming on, bro. It's a pleasure. Love having yeah. you on. You're so, a funny fucking guy, and hope to have you on soon. Z Fat, who are you going to nominate? Nominate two guys in priority for the next episode. Guys, eh? Do you think Mikey would do it? I mean, he's been nominated like fucking ten times, man. And, and his schedule is just fucked, so he's kind of a write-off until he's kind of like down to do it. Or I he want someone quiet. It. I want someone quiet, like who we never hear from, to come on. So. Let's do Quags and Time Lord. How about that? All right. Wow. So, Quags, if you're up for it, you're next. If not, Time Lord, don't let us down. You're the backup of Quags. You could be showing up next week, which or next episode, 
which could be the episode of the century. <laughs> not gonna lie, that's that's a fucking epi there. Not gonna lie there, but see, Fetch, we appreciate having you on, man. And uh, yeah, thanks, man. And best of luck this this season and in the future seasons to come. Right on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hope you guys enjoyed the RGMG podcast. If you guys did, let us know in the chat anywhere. Fuck it. We're a couple of the boys. We're a couple of GMs now. Not a big deal. Right? PK, got anything else? No. It's uh, Hopefully, Dale drops another set for the boys. But uh, if not, uh, hopefully, have a fucking good end to the season. Yeah. Before we end it off here, are we doing another epi before the Super Bowl? Or are we giving our picks now? You got to give Super Bowl picks, even if it's an RGMG pod. Bro, I don't, I don't fuck with that shit, but if you got your, if you got right, your picks, next, go for it. Next epi, next epi, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll get my picks in there, my insider information. Or you can listen to the No Filter League podcast. That's always has our insights as well. Oh, oh well, that was a cheeky little plug there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, PK. Take care, bro. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, it's not a goodbye. It's a talk to you later. Thank you.